This little song that I'm singing about People you know is true If you black and gotta work for a living now This is what they will say to you This is if you was white You're alright If you was brown Stick around But as you black Oh brother Get back, get back, get back Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the No Boundaries Podcast, where facts are facts and opinions hurt people's feelings. Well, we are the originators. We are the trendsetters. We the ones that make the moves that y'all tend to follow. It's Jay this week, as usual. It's Welly F. I don't know what he's laughing about over there. Let me look on your face, bro. Like... Like you just had it, bro. Like it's okay, Jay. It's okay. Bro. I zone it. I, I, it's I, gonna be I try okay. To, I, I change. Like I zone in when I when I sit down in front of this mic. Like I'm 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 one person, and you you know I'll be telling you about things, and then as soon as we we hit play and, and record, and I just switch. So, so you like LeBron, huh? I ain't just, like LeBron. Oh, I probably got swept a couple times. A <laughs> lot to you. Definitely got swept. A couple I mean, times. the nigga got swept, man, twice, right? Just twice. Twice. God, twice in fifteen years. Man. And it's the champion. It's the finals too. So yeah, he almost got swept by Orlando though. He hit that until he hit that game winner. That Dwight uh, Orlando team. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, that. he hit that lucky ass shot. Saved his ass, he, boy. He, he didn't even know that lucky. Boy, that bitch was that whole smooth. I'll never forget that shit, dog. I'll never forget it. But Try yeah, man. Bears, yeah. Man, I mean, I don't want we ain't gonna stay on the NBA talk too long, ladies. Don't worry. But we're gonna talk about some NBA right now because. The champions of 2017, oh, my bad, 2018, are the Golden State Warriors. A team that I actually, I just don't hate them for some reason. I have no problem with the Golden State Warriors. I don't hate Cleveland either. But I, I just, it's, I don't understand why people hate Golden State. I understand why people hate New England Patriots. But you I don't understand, understand why people hate the Lakers? Mm, I don't understand why people hate the Lakers either. Or the Yankees. Like, I, understand how, I understand why people hate the Yankees. Because the Yankees were just right chicks. That's all mm, the Yankees Then if I say that, then I do have to understand why people hate the Golden State Warriors then. Because I mean, they're kind of the, like The Warriors grew organically. They did. You people don't understand KD. that. You really didn't need KD. You, you didn't need him. But this is, this is something, this is a debate that I have with a coworker. And he doesn't really feel me on this. And I, a lot of people are not going to feel me on this. Like, you can't take away from the fact that once LeBron lost in 2008 or 2009, in the offseason, he literally recruited another top five player in the league to come to a team so they can get so they so the pathway to them getting a championship would be a lot a lot less stressful. I use the word stressful because I don't like to say that anything on the NBA level is ever gonna be easy or easier. These are world class athletes. That's what I'm saying. So for somebody to sit there and say that Kevin Durant going to the Golden State Warriors made it easier for him to win the championship. I just don't like the way that sounds because it almost sounds like, well, he didn't have to put out any effort. Let's be 100 here. He went to that team and became the best player on that team. Like, he went to that team, and you knew, yeah, he was going to be the best player on that team, but he didn't take a, he didn't ride a coattail, didn't take a back seat. Game didn't diminish any. He didn't decline. Boy, boy been balling out. He been balling out of control, bro. Two MVPs in a row for a reason. So, I just say that to say, like, people just need to stop getting... People are just so fucking biased these days. 
And it bothers me, bro. It's like, dog, why are you just so biased about somebody that you just, you don't like them, so you're going to find every way imaginable to go against whatever they do, whether it's the same exact thing that somebody you you like did. It's just Beyonce, for instance. There is no excuse for somebody to say that they hate when Kim Kardashian does what she does, but then when Beyonce goes and does it, their excuse is, oh, well, she rarely ever does it. What? It doesn't matter. If if Beyonce's ass did pop up on social media, like they said, nobody tripping. Like they said, it never would. They was like basically what they would say is she's too classy for that. Beyonce would never do that. Doesn't have to do that. Blah blah blah. But then she went and did it, and their excuse was, well, Kim Kardashian does it all the time, and I'm just like, that they, they, they can't be be your your saving grace and your cause. Bro. Exactly. It doesn't. It's like no matter what. You wait, what is the purpose of truly posing nude online? Let's just get let's go from that. The, that's the simple that's the simple variable. All I see is a person nude online. What does that mean? How does that benefit my life? What does that do for them? Like Thirst Trappers International. I mean and, and that's and that's me. If if you if you if you feel thirst trapping is is cool, then no matter who does it, it is what it is. If you don't like thirst trapping, then that means that whoever does it you should have a problem with it. That's kind of how I lie on the situation. Of course, people are going to go against me on that, but I'm just saying, and I have no problem with it no more because I don't really care. Like, people like seeing celebrities half naked. People like seeing people half naked, period. True, 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 true. Like, I'm nothing to look at, but if I got it, then I got half, and I was half naked, I probably wouldn't get all the likes, but I'd get a lot of views. Do you think people you got, are going to go look. You got a Jay-Z body? No, 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 no. I don't have a Jay-Z body. <laughs> I've been up he in my a, car. He got a dad body. He definitely has a dad body. A dad I have body. no kids. And, and and that's another thing that confused me. Like people were making fun of his body, but I'm like, hold on. I thought we lived in a, a society where fat shaming was 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 frowned upon. And him having a natural dad body, what's wrong with that? Jay Z's never been your 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 male model. No, I mean he ain't out here on his Mike Bibby shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro. <laughs> I don't know what the hell Mike Bibby is. Mike Bibby tripping. Like, bro, what you mad at? Like, what's your frustration? Nigga, you Mike, Mike Bibby went to the gym and lifted all the weights. Bruh. <laughs> if there was a weight to be lifted, he lifted God. it. God. I mean, but, you know, some people had the genetics. But. I don't know. Mike, Mike Bibby look like he's in, in the um, mafia now. Yeah. Man, like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm afraid of Mike Bibby now. For people that don't know this, one of my favorite teams to watch growing up was definitely the the white chocolate-led Sacramento Kings and the Mike, Mike Bibby Sacramento Kings. He is one of my favorite point guards of all time. So when I saw him like that, I'm like, damn, you know, he I, I could always tell that he had the mentality of like, I mean, he, he wanted to win, bro. He, he takes this shit serious. And I saw when I saw him, I'm like, this shit's funny to see him like that because I know that he's a true athlete. Then you look at niggas like Shaq and Charles Barkley. You're like, y'all niggas just out here looking like potatoes. But hey, <laughs> they just really let it go. Because Charles Barkley and Shaq are naturally strong. They, they'll they whoop a nigga ass. You know what I'm saying? But just imagine if they was, was to get they. You seen uh, Big Show lately, huh? Nuh-uh. Oh, yeah. Big Show is a bodybuilder, too. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. That nigga huge, man. But his genetics won't allow him to just be defined like a person would like to be. And keep, keep in mind, Mike Bibby's only 42. Damn. Shaq and Charles, what, 50 easily? They still, but shh. You see, you see J.D. Pickett, mama. Bro, she's defining the laws of nature. Yeah, she really is. Eh, like, like LeBron is never going to really look old. You know what I'm saying? I mean, obviously his lineup is going to be out of there, but 
LeBron is never going to truly look old. He's always going to be a healthy looking dude, and he's always going to be, you know, you know, up to par. I don't. That's one. I thought about this. LeBron is one of those guys that I never see females crushing over. Yeah, that's true. Hmm. Interesting. Richest athlete in the NBA. Interesting. They don't ever crush over Floyd either. But Floyd is a woman beater, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've never seen that. I've seen Ronaldo get the crushes. I've seen uh, I see some t- some bottom tier players get the crushes when I think about it. I think even uh, Kyle Kuzma has some fans out there. Um, but anyways, so we've talked about enough sports here. Let's you want to talk about the intro. Real quick, I don't think LeBron goes to the Lakers. Okay. Because he can never be the greatest Laker of all time. He can <laughs> arguably be the greatest Miami Heat player of all time. He's definitely the greatest Cav of all time. But go into the Lakers where you have Kobe, Shaq, Kareem, Will, Worthy, Magic. Like, though. So you're starting to understand where I'm coming from, right? Yeah. That's, that's, going, like, that's like him only, going to Chicago. Like you it's only two teams left. Yeah. He's either going to stay in Cleveland or go to Miami. Yeah, you can only go to where you can be the greatest at. Straight up. If he goes anywhere else, it's going to be weird. It's going to be like, what's the point? Because at the end of the day, you can get Kimball Walker and Boogie Cousins to come to the Cavs. I know it's possible. Oh, yeah. Why not have Kimball Walker? They're both Kentucky Wildcats, so they'll probably get together and be like, look, if you go, I'll go. Basically. I don't see the Wizards thing. The Wizards thing, that's lame to me. I don't think think a lot of people want to play with Bill and Wall, to be honest with you. Nobody wants to play with Scotty Brooks. I don't know why. He's a better coach than um, Hoiberg and uh, the guy in uh, OKC now. What's his name? Donovan. Billy yeah, Donovan. he's a better coach than both of them. The Cavs are going to have to get. The Cavs are going to have to fire Tyrone Lue. Yeah, Tyrone Get Mark Jackson. You got it. Or Van Gundy. Uh, and and get, some, get some more players around you have, LeBron. You have to get a real coach. Tyrone isn't a real coach. Tyrone is not a real he's, coach. He's not real LeBron coach. is the coach of the Cavs. And he's the GM. And the manager. And the water boy. And everything See, else. I'm not going to say he's. I'm going to say he's a, probably a quarter GM because he made sure that Tristan Thompson and Jr. got paid. I know he. Was I, I know. I know he had his hand in those moves and, and the Wade move. That's because he put. He, he, he held their feet to the fire. Though he's like, all right, y'all get these deals settled, then I'll let y'all know if I'm a resign or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He put he put his friends for for, for, for before business. If anything, he should have kept Wade and got rid of Jr. and Tristan a long time ago. Wade Wade was gonna be. Wade in the playoffs. Yeah, you you shouldn't care what you Wade does in the regular season. You shouldn't have because Wade was going to step up in the playoffs. That's what he was going to do. When the last time Wade even was in the playoffs, so he was he was ready for it. He was anxious for it. That was a that was a bad move on LeBron's but part. That, that was a playoff last year. Remember, because if Rondo wouldn't have went down, they definitely would have knocked off them number one Celtics. They came in the eight seed. Him, Jimmy, and um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's right, that's right, that's right. Okay, that's enough sports. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, the intro, uh, Bill Brunsey, uh I just like that song. I see. I saw it. I heard it on the "I'm Not Your Negro" documentary, and it's just, it just, it was just dope. It was just, fun. it made me laugh. And then the, um, the visuals that went along with it was like, you know, it was like, man, you know, I mean, you, you can't deny that fifty years later, that we're still sort of in that state of mind where, like, you know, if, if you're white, it's all right. If you're brown, I don't know. No. But if you're black, hey, get back, get back, get back. <laughs> you know, that's just the reality of it. You know, and, and I'm, you know, I'm not the type of guy that's gonna sit here and 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 talk about racism heavily like that because I feel like I feel like it's more than racism. Um, 
one of the, when I came in here today, I kind of felt like, you know, the theme of today's show was going to be, you know, that I really truly believe that as a society that we are all brainwashed. And depending on where you grow up is the type of brainwashing that you're going to, you know, concede to, you know, and, and it's basically brainwashes conform, conformity. And as you've been paying attention to these last two weeks, one a, a, to, a topic that has reemerged is the idea of marriage and monogamy. And I kind of feel like as I read through everything, all the comments and stuff, whether it's YouTube, Instagram, or whatever, all I see is a bunch of different perspectives from people that are brainwashed in a different way. And I'm like, man, if it was only possible for somebody to like wake up one day and say, hey, I want to go into this factory or whatever. I want you to remove everything that I know. Everything that I know. And I want to start fresh. You know, as far as belief, a belief system. And I want to see where most people would end up in, in 10 days. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people's tune will change regarding race, marriage, and religion. Depending on where they are in life. I had I had the conversation about marriage with my cousin because she texted me. She's like, you know, oh, I can't I can't wait to to, to have a husband. I was like, that's that shouldn't be your goal. I said I told her your goal should be a a, a soulmate or or something of that ex- extent. I say because to want a husband can be anybody. You need to want somebody that regardless of what happens, you still want that person. Whether y'all mutually decide, hey, we don't want to get married. But I, I, I'm in love with this person. Hey, we don't want to have kids, but I'm in love with this person. Like you, where you want that person regardless, because she, you know, she talked about, yeah, I wanna, I wanna have family. I want kids. I want a husband. You know, I was like, yeah, but what if you find a person that can't give you that? Do you walk away? Because that's what you want. You just want those things. And if you just want those things, once you get those things, what happens? Because that person was only there as a piece, and not a part of the whole. Cause they were just there to provide you that husband and that um and those kids, like, like what Ti said when uh, about the whole uh, men on strike coming and everything. He said validation, happiness needs no validation. The ego does. So the husband is is your validation. Like that's that's what you're trying to validate. So you can be out in public and be on social media and live stream your wedding because you need your ego needs that validation. Your happiness doesn't need that. Your happiness doesn't need a single social media post at all. Your sadness doesn't either. <sighs> Mr. Javius, you have fitness goals, right? I got them. Really? Yeah, Most yeah. people have fitness goals, right? Yeah. Um, can I ask you what your fitness goals are? I, I, want, I want to lose 20 or so pounds by the end of the year. When you, when you lose those 20 or so pounds, what's going to happen after that? I hope I keep them off. You keep them off. You can do whatever it takes to keep them off. Uh, that's the plan. That's the plan. Not not to, not to lose them and then add them back. Of course. So realistically, based off your experience with life in general and goals, when once people reach their goals, what, what usually happens? That, that... <laughs> that's a good question. I mean, I'm just, I mean, just I mean, give me an honest answer. If we're, if we're talking about fitness goals, when people have fitness goals, once they lose the weight, they tend. I know some that tend to keep it off. Some. 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 I know I know people who said like, hey, I'm gonna get my masters. They get their masters. They kinda I mean, if that was your only goal, that's where you stop. I just, you was gonna get there regardless. That's my point. I don't know, you made me think. Yeah, I had to be, I, you got me thinking. <laughs> when people have a goal set, a lot of people in my experience, 
they reach that goal, and a lot of times it's a plateau, meaning that they're probably going to stop there and not really accomplish much more. Um, in today's society, I've noticed that when people reach these goals, it's like they appreciate it for the moment, and then it is what it is. I bring this up to say that if a husband or a marriage is a goal, once you reach that, then what's next? A lot of times, no, nah, I'm not going to say a lot of times, but enough times I've seen with my own eyes that people tend to, they put that husband or that boyfriend or whatever as the goal, or even kids, having a kid as a goal, and then there is not there is not a lot of planning after that. It's just like, oh, that moment of happiness, and then I want something else. You know, and then that, like that goal is, is, is trivial at the moment, to a degree almost. And it was like, damn, you did all this to reach this goal, and you're not really going to show your everyday appreciation for it? See, those people that reach those fitness goals and continue to stay addicted to fitness and wanting to be, have that better body and wanting to keep it going, those are the people that actually appreciate that they actually were able to reach the goal. But a lot of times these days, people reach a goal and just throw it in the trash. Uh, oh, I reached it. Whatever. But also, it depends on the work that goes into it. Oh, definitely. Those fit. Like if if I said I want to drop ten pounds, bro, I could drop ten pounds in like three weeks. Really? Though? With with no with little no work, I could just watch how I eat. Yeah, water weight easy. Yeah, you can get water and then so it, since there wasn't a lot of effort that went into it, I don't respect it as much. Now, if I was somebody out here that was losing fifty and sixty pounds, like you respect that. That transformation it's a, Tuesday. It's a, huh? That transformation Tuesday. It's a part <laughs> of who you are now. Yeah. And see, when people say, oh, well, I mean, yeah, let's get married. We've, we've you know, been dating for this long or whatever. Let's just get married. Where's the work that's going into that? You're just saying, oh, we've known each other this long. Let's get married. No, where's the work? Where where have y'all actually built this solid foundation of who y'all are together and who you are separately that you become a cohesive unit? And then it, it, it turns and leads into marriage. Like anybody can go out here and get married. Anybody. I mean, I'm going to tell you like this. More than likely... I see it all the time. I don't care anybody what anybody says. If you're if you're an attractive woman, and I'm still trying, I'm still like whether trying to decide whether universal attractiveness is is something. But if you're if you're a J Lo, how many marriages J Lo been in or been almost about to have? I mean, if you're a J Lo, that shit is gonna happen. You're you're a successful woman and you're attractive. Dudes are going to want to marry you just based off that alone. So there takes no work in that. Who who says that simply looking good and being successful warrants a marriage? Society does. Society, that's what that's what we do. Like, we're like, oh, she looks good. They look good together. They look good together. They, they need be to be married. married. What the fuck is that? <laughs> is that all it takes? That makes no sense. That's he why. He could be a psycho. He could be a pedophile. Low key. They don't need to be around nobody. They don't. They need to be in the prison system. <laughs> it's just be. It, it was weird because me and my gal, we was out and we seen somebody. It was this long. It was this tall, skinny chick, and she was. Oh, we went. To, we was at Turkey Leg Cut like a couple weeks ago, and it was this tall, skinny chick. I was like, damn, she tall. And she's like, yeah, she's skinny and stuff like that. I was like, yeah, but it works for. Her. And she's like, so you? I'm. She's like, would you? Would Would you sleep with her? And I was like, oh, maybe. No, I said probably. She's like, what do you mean probably? She's like, she's skinny. She don't have any curves. Like, she might have a good personality. She might be nice. She might be a sweet person. That's and, an afterthought for these people these days. Yeah, and she, and she was like, no, I'm solely based off looks, would you sleep with? I was like, eh, maybe not. Like, because I, 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 I told her, I was like, yeah, if I could have a curve, I'd get a curve, you know. But, I mean, if I got to know her and she had a nice personality, she was a sweetheart, yeah, 
Maybe. I, I've, I've dealt with plenty of women that didn't necessarily have the sexiest bodies, but they were pretty as hell. That I feel like being super pretty, I mean, that's that can that can cause a sexual vibe. Like Big Sean said, chemistry means way more than anatomy. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I mean, you're gonna sleep with overweight women. You're gonna sleep with skinny women. I, I people fail to realize that body types are almost irrelevant. You know, it, it's, body type isn't gonna affect how I feel about you. Yeah, I mean, Beyonce is a prime example of that. Beyonce can get the most chiseled, most defined guy on the planet, and she's with dad body Jay Z. She, Beyonce could have LeBron James. Yeah, easily. Easily. And it's not a. I mean, it's, she's a prime example of. It's definitely not about that. That's some shallow shit. Yeah. I mean, and and that's that's what to me what makes marriage so hard. It makes to me it makes it unbelievable in today's in today's standards because it's like, I mean, a lot of people are really shallow. A lot of people are super shallow, and they will pass up on somebody just because of, um, how society sees their possible mate. Like, oh, you know. She, she, she's ugly, you know. I'm tall and skinny. Yeah, she's so short. She's short and fat. Do you like? Do you love her? Nobody gives a damn what you do at the end of the day. Because more than likely, people are going to be envious of the fact that you actually find somebody that you even want to marry. That's why I tell people all the time: don't, don't be mad at me because I'm a. I don't care for marriage, but I will promote marriage until the day I die. Meaning, if I got a partner that want to get married, I'm there for him. So I'm being two weddings next year. Yeah, I'm all for people wanting to get married. I just don't. This is my thing. Because I seen Tiny Major Girl. She got, I guess she got mad at what uh, Clifford Harris said. But um, this is crazy to me. Why'd you call her Tiny and you called him by his government name? I don't fuck with that boy no more. Damn. Yeah, I don't, I don't care for him no more. Uh, just because he, he's, to me, he's just, he's just too much of a character now. The T.I. that I remember, Urban Legend, mm -hmm. T.I. versus T.I.P., mm -hmm. I fuck with that guy. This new guy, I don't fuck with him. I start like fucking with him. TIP? Huh? You like Ti versus Tip? That was a. Uh, I like. King. I think. I, I think honestly, King was probably it for me. Ti versus Tip was what you see today. It's dark yeah. kind of. Yeah. King was it. King. King was. King was 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 the epitome of Ti to me. From 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 you know trap music to King. That's the that's the Ti I like. He's Clifford Harris to me right now. Understandable. So and I, I don't hate him. I just don't fuck with him like that. I, I when Ti started. Crying about going to jail all the time. That's when I kind of fell off. Like, you make these decisions. It's nobody's fault. Low key. Yeah. Well, no, high key. High key. But I brought that up to say that it is so crazy to me how people literally get so offended by other people's opinions and what they want to do with their lives. It's like, I have an opinion on marriage. That does not mean that I'm, I'm anti-marriage or anti-whatever the fuck you got going on. I just don't care for it. Jay... Do you like pecan pie? Yeah, it's all right. I don't like pecan pie. <laughs> you bring pecan pie in front of me, I pie's just gonna, you know, take it to be nice, but I'm gonna throw it in the trash. Or I'm just not but gonna accept I, it. Is it my job to convince you to like pecan pie? It, that's my point. It isn't your job. It's like, fuck it, you don't like pecan pie. It is what it is. More for me, nigga. Yeah, more pie for me. <laughs> Straight up, you know. So for me, it's just ridiculous that we, we today, every time we hear an opinion, we feel like, hold on, I gotta change that guy's mind. No. No. Why not try to understand why they think this way? Yeah. Because for some people, you might say, oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. For you. That's good. For you. Doesn't do shit for me. I can see you thinking that way. Yeah. Because me, like, literally, like, in the past four or five months, anytime somebody comes to me like, you're single? Like, fuck yeah. You know? It's like, you're like, 
Oh, okay. So like, you know, so what is your plans and this and that? Shit, my plans is when my son graduates, I'm gonna try to travel the world even more freely. You know, I don't have nothing to hold me back, nothing to tie me down. No, I don't want to go with no fucking life partner, none of that shit. I want to be in a place in my life to where when I want to make moves, I'm going to make moves when I feel like making moves. What's wrong with that? Nothing's wrong I've been, with that. I was, I was fucking, I've been a dad since I was 19. I had no freedom. Like, it took me a while to realize, like, that's all I want. I just want to be free. Maybe when I'm 50, my mind may change. But as of right now, and in the next five years, I seriously doubt anybody's going to come along and change my viewpoints on wanting a life partner or wanting to be married. Because I, I still think at the end of the day, when you look at it from my point of view, a lot of that shit just is really rooted in selfishness because I don't ever want to possess anybody. And I don't want anybody to feel like I'm a possession. I think I've, I've just always been like that. And, that. and once again, not knocking anybody being married, but I see it all the time. That's mine. She's mine. He's mine. Like, no, I'm nobody's. I'm myself. I'm, I belong to me. See, me and you, we're, we're different because I have aspirations of being married. Of course. Like, that, that's something that I want. And not once have you ever been like, nah, Jay, you don't need to be married. And let mm -hmm. me give you this 16 bullet point reason why you don't need to be married. Because, like you said, it's not for everybody. And if that's what I want to do, you support it. You go, You said you're going to be single? I support it. Yeah. So, when I, when I look at it like that, it's kind of like, why is it hard for other people just to accept that? Because, because, because they're brainwashed. They're brainwashed into believing that their mindset is is the right one. I mean, I see it in religion all the time. Like, you cannot convince a religious person of anything else other than what their religion is. That's why one of my favorite posts that's circulating around today is, everybody's a Christian until it's time to get biblical. I love that so much. That's why when I, if anybody asks me what my religion is, I will always either say non-denominational, or I would say, you know, hey, you know, I, I, I respect the Christian ways, but I can't call myself a Christian solely because I know I don't live like one. And I don't that's, know enough about it. And that's the thing, the live like one. Everybody's, you know, oh, I'm a Christian, this, this. I'm in church every Sunday, you know, better Bueller Baptist or whatever. You know, you go to oh. church every Sunday. And then it's like, but Monday through Saturday, you're not living righteously. You're not doing unto others as you would have them do unto you. You're not out here. You're, I mean, you're out here killing. You're out here stealing. You're out here committing adultery. You're out here. Yeah, you're living you're life. Pra you're praising Beyonce and, and worshiping false idols. Hold on. People that are doing what you just said Monday through Saturday, that's qualified as living your best life. Just so people know that. I did. Because low key, that's all living your best life is these days. It's like literally doing everything that you're not supposed to be doing and just being fucking happy about it. And then and then uh, and then they they quick to tell you say well we we all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God so what is what, so what are we doing like are we just you know I'm gonna do whatever and say well I'm a sinner like everybody else you know let me go and repent and he's just gonna forgive everything are you really trying to live better and trying to live by the Bible that's why I say I'm spiritual I'm not religious because I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say you know I'm I, the Bible has outlined my life and telling me how I should live I'm not saying that you know I've read the Quran and know how I should live. I'm not, you know, practicing any Catholic teachings or anything like that. I'm saying I'm spiritual as that I believe in a higher being. But as far as what I'm placed on earth to do, that's solely up to me and to know right from wrong based on what's been instilled in me. I like that you said that because it made me think about something that Pineapple said on the last episode when she talked about how um, you have people that practice, you know, the Muslim religion that will go out and say, 
I'm still a virgin even though I've had anal sex. And I really feel like that is another system of brainwashing. Well, not necessarily brainwashing, but I feel like that's somebody... I mean, everybody knows what a compass is, right? I hope, a compass. It's, you know, north, south, west, east, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, never eats hot watermelon. But, uh, <laughs> never eat but, sloppy waffles, that's how I learned it. What is it? Never eat sloppy waffles. Hmm, I don't know, I might eat some sloppy waffles. Sloppy waffles might be the best waffle. Yeah, I, I, I had a bougie waffle on, on Friday, and it wasn't it. Wasn't it. Really? It was all neat and shit, huh? It, it was a little overcooked. Uh, it was all hard, but it was perfect. It was hard. I bet, I bet aesthetically it was good for Snapchat. Bro, it looked perfect. It was uh, a perfect Snapchat yeah, yeah. photo. Mm-hmm. But you know, I didn't do it. But I need the sloppy waffle. Yeah. <laughs> but no, um, so I look at it. I look at everything from the, from the ideal of a moral compass. Meaning, everybody that you come across is going to have a moral compass, and depending on what type of person they are, depends on whether they're going to have it turned to the north. South, East, and West, whatever. So I really feel like for for a Muslim woman to say that, oh, I'm having anal sex, so I'm still a virgin, I feel like she has her moral compass turned in a way to help her sleep better at night. People do that with a lot of things. Abortion. People do that with um, with uh, same-sex marriage. People do that with sex, period. Because at the end of the day, we all know we're not supposed to be having premarital sex. Based on what? Laws of the Bible, if I'm not mistaken. So, nobody out there that's having premarital sex can really say anything about, you know, when you talk about falling short of the glory of the God. Well, if that's the case, I mean, we're all failures in that sense then. A lot of us are. So, no matter what, people are going to do whatever it takes to, to sleep at night. So, they turn their moral compass a certain way to make them, to, to consciously be better about Waking up and to going justify to sleep. It. Oh, yeah. well, other people do it, and and you know they 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 live righteously. You know they look like they have a good life. You know other people lie, cheat, and steal, and they got more stuff than I do. Exactly. So I should be able to do exactly. it. Exactly. We we even touched on this. Like I, we're not we're not all built the same. We're not. We're, we're not all built the same. And our destinies and our paths are so much so much different. I'm be honest with you. Like I did a lot of bad shit growing up. You know, and today where I'm at, sometimes I'm shocked. I'm like, damn, I can't believe I'm getting this, knowing damn well. I was the type of nigga that probably break into your house. Exactly. I'm just being real. Like, but now it's like, I'm getting all this type of shit. And for me, the things that I get these days just makes me want to become a better person even more. Cause I'm like, okay, I can, I can do bad shit and get good stuff too, but I got to watch my back. I'm doing shit now and getting stuff, getting good stuff. And I don't got to watch my back no more. I get in my car. I don't worry about, I don't worry about cops. I don't worry about that type of stuff anymore because I mean, I ain't doing nothing bad. Right. I'm not doing anything to where I even feel like I have to adjust my moral compass in any way. Like, I know the things that I do that aren't acceptable by the Bible. But, I mean, at the end of the day, like, if I really feel like I'm doing something bad, bad, then at this day and age of my life, I won't do that shit. Like, I will not steal. Like, that's something I just, I, I ain't stolen so long. But, I, like I said, growing up, I was the type of person that will steal some shit. Because I just felt it was easy. Yeah. It's 100% profit. And then you start working with <laughs> stuff. You start working and you for stuff. And realize how hard honestly. you work for stuff, and, and and that honest stuff you get, and then you have that honest stuff taken from you. That's I'll tell you right now. If somebody was to like come in, man, I was walking up here to, to this to your apartment. I seen old buddy, Nigerian dude, car, golly. And I seen another car. I think it was some badass kids or something. Because I seen another car, and I was like, Phew. they do that shit to your car. Somebody getting their ass beat. Bro, somebody getting shot. Yeah, I'm gonna come help you do that shit. That's fucked up. Bro, that is horrible. They out here tripping. See, see I, when I first seen it, I was like, ooh, you must have pissed somebody off. Man. But then I see another car, I was like, oh, 
Yeah, maybe it was some bad. How we don't know if they related? You don't know. I don't know. They might, might, yeah. yeah, but it's like, woo. The kid is somebody car some whole ass shit, dog. That's a vendetta. I know we probably off topic right now, but I wanted to talk about something, ladies. This is something that I did realize, and I was listening to a podcast, and I forgot what podcast I was listening to, but it made me realize something about women, and. I think that most women, no matter what, we everybody talks about equality and all this stuff now. But if you really think about some of the ways that women retaliate at the other gender or men, you kind of realize that a lot of women know that on an average basis, they're not stronger than men. That's why they go to keying cars and flattening tires or pulling out weapons. And, I, and I, I'm just saying it to say that it's just funny to me because... Those three things I just named, yeah, those are physical. But I think that women have a tendency to be reputation destroyers, too, because that's another sign of them knowing that I can't beat this man with my fist. I can't beat this man physically. So I either got to destroy something that he cares about or I got to, you know, I'm going to destroy his reputation. Every person cares about their reputation. And I, I forgot what podcast I was listening to, but it just made me, it made me think about how everybody argues about equality. And I'm like... For me, at the end of the day, I feel like everybody deserves equal respect. But to try to act like everybody is equal in the sense of what they can do, I think that those cases right there even prove that even women know that they can't do certain things. That's why they go to those things. Like, of course they're not going to try to charge up a man and go in a fist fight with him because on an average basis, a man going to beat you up. So what's the next best thing to do? I'm going to key his car. I'm going to flatten his tires. I'm going to mess I'm, up his Jordans. I'm going to mess up his clothes. Exa- I'm going to bleach on his clothes. Something like that. Exactly. Because there's no point of trying to come at him toe-to-toe because I, I'm not. I'm probably not going to win. Don't get me wrong. I, there is some women out there that are dropping, nigga. Yeah. But uh, no, it's, that, that was just something I had thought about when I was walking up the stairs and I thought about that pod because I was like, damn, it's crazy how you know women have to resort to this type of thing because they know physically they're incapable of actually going toe-to-toe with a man in most cases. And once again, obviously, there are women out there that are dropping nigga, but that ain't the most common thing. I hope not. I hope not. You know, <laughs> but yeah. But as we were talking about, get back to what we were talking about, the moral compass. No matter what, niggas know what wrong is wrong. Can we, can we define what's wrong in the sense of relationships? Yeah, should be able to quite easily. But then again, depends on what you've been exposed to. Because some relationships you've been in and you may not have felt that it was wrong, but you get into another relationship it's like, oh, I can see how that was wrong now. Mm-hmm. So I, it, it also depends on exposure. What do, what do you not allow? In your, what do you not allow or what, 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 what would you You wouldn't want this in your relationship? What would that be? Just name one thing. Uh, relations with somebody else. Sexual relations with somebody. Sexual relations. Okay. 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 And it, and it, I've I've been thinking about this because I wanted to talk to you about monogamy. That's something we brought up. But okay. Th- this is this is kind of this kind of goes hand in hand because you know how some people say monogamy is not for everybody. See me, I'm a monogamous type person simply because if I knew somebody else was knocking my gal down, I'd be pissed. You know. Well, can we define monogamy? 
Yeah, one person with one person. You're in a committed relationship. You're only sleeping with each can you, other. Can, sleeping can, with can each I other. just ramble on and you can and you actually pull up the Merriam-Webster dictionary version yeah, of yeah, what it yeah. is? You give me some feedback and I'll, okay. I'll Google it real quick. So, so with me, I think that one thing that I wouldn't want in a relationship is, you know, obviously, I don't, I don't really tolerate disrespect. Like, I feel like I've seen mm. people in, in, in most cases where I, I've seen homeboys, some of my homeboys, they call their, their girlfriends bitches. And they'll, they'll, they, they talk like that. And, um, I just don't think that's healthy talk and I'm not really a fan of that. Um, disrespect even falls along the lines of, you know, just not respecting boundaries, meaning like, you know, falling into double, double standards and thinking that shit's funny. Like, oh yeah, I can do this, but you can't. Like, that's disrespectful to me. It's like, it's disrespectful and it's demeaning to me as a man. It's like, well, we're not going to play any any uh, gender role cards here. We're not going to pull any of these. We're not going to be unfair. Right. And you know, I mean, I've said this since episode one. I value fairness. So if you know you have the opportunity to be, to be fair, let's be fair. If you went out with your homegirls last week, and I decide to go out with my homeboys next week. That is fair. Yeah, it is that if, simple. If you have plans Saturday and I make plans Saturday, your plans get canceled. Doesn't mean I does I not mean I'm going to cancel mine, but because that's not fair, you know. And that's in in at the end of the day, I mean, it even brings me back to life partners. Like people, if people really believe that they're going to be with somebody for life, just like I told my son's basketball team yesterday, I'm like, dude. Y'all are going to lose games. Y'all are going to lose a lot of games. Y'all going to win a lot of games. Y'all got plenty of basketball left in your life. I'm 33. I just hooped yesterday. I won some games. Like, there's plenty of game. There's, I can't sit there and say that you have plenty of life left. But if you look at it optimistically and you tell yourself, you know what? My plan is to live past 75. Well, if that's the case, stay healthy and you'll be having plenty of basketball left to play. Don't worry about losing. Don't worry about winning. Just have fun and play the game. And I relate that to uh, somebody said they want a life partner. Well, little instances like that shouldn't be a big deal because you have plenty of life left with this partner. Like, you're getting mad because one day he's going to go out to the club. Well, guess what? Y'all still got 30 years left. (laughs) It's going to be times where y'all going to have plenty dates like, Come on, like seriously? Oh, I didn't. I thought I was gonna see you today. I didn't get to see you. The world is crashing. The, it's, it's not. not Y'all got 30, 40 years left if you're really talking about if you're life really partnership. serious about each other. Exactly. I, so I, you I, got the I, definition I, of yeah, definition of monogamy: the practice of state, the practice or state of being married to one person at a time, the practice or state of having a sexual relationship with one person with only one partner, the habit of having only one mate at a time. Okay, read the read that second one again. The practice or state of having a sexual relationship with only one partner. So, so are you, are you going to say that one person <laughs> in a relationship can be monogamous while the other one isn't? Ah, is that where you're going? What'd you say? That one person in a relationship can be monogamous while the other one isn't? Yeah. Is that where you're going? No, I'm just saying. I don't know anybody that truly practices monogamy. Just being 100. I don't, I don't, I don't, I think people think that they practice monogamy and they don't. I think based people, off based off which definition? Based off the second definition. Read it again. The practice or state of having a sexual relationship with only one partner. <laughs> like in a, in a period of time? Like if so if I go 2 years and I'm and I'm having sex with just one person, I've been monogamous for 2 years, right? Yeah. But if if I if I go 1 year and I had four different sex partners, 
uh, what were you monogamous for the night? And then try to say, I'm not monogamous then. You're monogamous in that moment in time. Yeah. So you're saying that as long as you're not having these orgies or these three ways, you're being monogamous. That, that's basically how people are really living it. If you think about it, I mean, just being real, like who is truly practicing a life of monogamy? Nobody. I don't know a lot of people that can actually come up to me and say I've had one sex partner my whole life. It's, it's, it's few and far between. Just saying. Few and far between. So with that being said, I understand the ideal of monogamy within a marriage. Okay. Duh. But to say that we as human beings practice monogamy on a day-to-day basis, that's bullshit. Most of us have, by the age of 30, have at least over eight sex partners. I can see that. I mean, at the least maybe four. You know, And I'm not just putting everybody in a box. I'm just saying. I just think the ideal of monogamy, to say it, is, is one of those words where... You get the definition right, and it, got, it gets you to thinking, like, hold on now. Monogamy. Uh-huh. You know? <laughs> and, and once again, I mean, it goes along the lines of being brainwashed. People born on Amish territory or whatever, where they practice polygamy, like, they're looking at the outside world like, y'all tripping. This polygamy shit popping. Like, <laughs> we out here getting having multiple wives. This is normal to us. You know? But... I'm trying to put you into this box and I'm trying to tell you why this is wrong. Is it really? I mean, they've been practicing polygamy since the beginning of time. If, if, they're, if they're practicing polygamy, and that's, I do you. If that's what you want to do, exactly. do you. There you go. I'm not about that life. I'm going to be over here. I'm going to let you do that over there. Basically. And once again, I mean... Me and Steve I, can still go to work and work a nine to five together. Steve can go home to his sister wives and I can go home to my babe. Basically. And that doesn't, that doesn't, make, that doesn't make it seem like, oh, you know, I'm thinking... Pedophilia, pedophilia is cool. No, I'm just saying realistically. And why, and why do people like like when they put something in a negative light? You you compare it to the worst of things because because it's 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 shock value. Because like 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 I could be in a polygamous relationship and me being the third year that I am, I could be I could have a a, a girlfriend that's 29, I could have a girlfriend that's 30, and I could have another girlfriend that's 32. Mm-hmm. There's nothing pedophilic about that. Yeah, people are always going to go to pedophilia and incest because. When they're ter- when they're trying to go against things because they they like the shock the shock value that it adds and it's easy to argue against a norm and an extreme because a lot of times that extreme is just gonna be so extreme that it's gonna be like hold on now it, it's just it's it's a it's a lazy way to debate at the end of the day if you're gonna comp- if you're gonna talk about I mean you talk polygamy talk monogamy it's that simple there's no reason to talk about you know people wanting to to sleep with kids because once again, that comes down to a moral compass. If I have multiple wives that are the same age, that does not compare to a 30-year-old man trying to fondle an 11-year-old. Because no that matter... That has no sense of what sexual relations are. Exactly. So, no matter what, on an average person's moral compass, you see the innocence of a child. We know that children are not capable of making these decisions. You know, I'm not about to ask my, um, tell my baby or ask my baby permission to change her diaper. Like, that's stupid shit. Because at the end of the day, I know my baby isn't smart enough to recognize when I'm tr- changing her diaper like that. Maybe motor skill-wise or muscle memory, like, oh, you know. It's, Legs up. Yeah, you know. But they're not smart enough to comprehend permission. Right. Their groups are not really smart enough to kids, honestly, until they're about 12 or 13 are probably not really capable of true critical thinking. And even with that being said, once again, brainwashing, nobody would have a problem with pedophilia if we were born into a society where they would say that, oh, 
you can get married at 13. As long as you're a teenager, you can get married. So if that's the case, then everybody would already be cool with the fact that if you're a teenager, of course you might marry somebody that is 21. Mm-hmm. Because a 21-year-old can get married, a 13-year-old can get married. We go based off the laws that the land gave us. That's the only reason we recognize 18-year-olds as adults. Yeah. What makes an 18-year-old adult? Nigga, I was dumb shit at 18. I was dumb than a motherfucker at 18. So what makes an 18-year-old adult? If half the 18-year-olds we know right now still live with their parents. Like, what makes an adult? That that, that somebody sat around like, you know, and, and that's like when we talk about the rules of sports. Some people just sit around like, you know what? After every made basket, you got to take the ball out of bounds and put it in bounds. Why? I don't know. That's just let, it let just It feels that. right. Yeah. It just sounds good. That's, that's how you know that it's this other team ball. Yeah. All right, then, I mean, how come the made bucket isn't that simple? Why can't you just catch it out the net and go? Well, I mean, you got to stop. And let, like, you have to make these things up they, for some reason. and They tend to make sense. And, like, eventually you just keep asking why, why, why. You get to the because. Just because. Because we made it up. Because some it, it had to be something. There had to be some kind of rules. Somebody had to make a rule. This p- group of people, whether you like them or don't like them, got together. They made a rule. And then everybody was like, all right, cool, bet. We're going to run with that. Yeah. And, and based off the laws of the land, people need to remember that for two, three, four hundred years, people of darker skin tone were slaves. That was the law of the land. That was okay. So people, I hate to pull an extreme up, but at, when it's all said and done, you have to remember how crazy things can get when you're just sitting there going with the laws of the land. When I say laws of the land, I mean laws of man. Mm-hmm. Man made these laws. See, night and day is going to come regardless. That's nature. There is no rules to night and day. Night and day is going to come. Whether you want to put the time construct on, construct on it or not, there is nothing you can do about night and day. Night and day is going to happen. Now, you're telling me that an 18-year-old is an adult? That's something shit you just made up. <laughs> I'm just being real with you because there are 14 year olds out there that are smarter than 18 year olds. And, and it's, it, even at that point, okay, what if I'm, I'm 18 and I have um, my motor skills are lacking? Exactly. You know, what if I'm 18 and I have Down syndrome? Down I'm, syndrome. I'm, I'm, I'm an autistic. Adult, yeah. You know, but am I am I allowed to 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 f- drive a, a motor vehicle? Straight up. I had to be 16 to get a license. I mean, shit. It can. I mean, but I got you got I got to take a test now. But I don't have to take a test to become a true adult. Yeah, in Canada, can't you drink at nineteen? I don't know. Yeah, you can drink in, you can drink alcohol at nineteen. Huh? No, you can't in Mexico. You can? Can. Okay, so so why why is adulting different in Mexico and Canada, but then in America, in the United States of America, I gotta be twenty one to drink. We're on the same world. We're all, we're on the same fucking continent. <laughs> why the fuck is adulting different simply because I cross a border? Laws of the land. Because Mexico's like shit, nigga, turn up. You know, I mean, shit, there are 12-year-olds in Asia being married off to 21 and 22-year-olds. Pe- what, what is pedophilia in China? Does pedophilia even exist? I'm just saying, and, and once again, I'm not for it. I'm just saying, look at it. Crit- think about it critically. I mean, you only have a problem with pedophilia because you were conformed in the feeling that pedophilia is wrong. Yes, it's morally wrong, but at the end of the day, if it wasn't a law... You'd have plenty more senators like that guy from Arkansas trying to talk about, you know, pedophilia is the way. It's 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 like it's like when the United States goes into these other countries, and be like, no, nah, y'all don't need to be having nuclear weapons. Yeah. No, we got them, but y'all don't. But need y'all them. can't have them. Y'all don't need them. I can't do what we do. Why? 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 Because I said so. Oh, because we think y'all might attack somebody. Well, what y'all doing with y'all? Oh, we protecting ourselves. <laughs> oh. 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 So y'all got nuclear shields, not <laughs> nuclear weapons. 
Oh, okay. Shields. So we need to get nuclear shields and oh. not missiles. Oh, yeah, Steve Rogers, huh? Oh, <laughs> boy, this is pandemonium. Bruh. But yeah, I mean, so once again, moral compass on their side, nuclear shield, but I'm looking at y'all like y'all are savages, so y'all only going to use them as weapons, you know. Because I don't agree with your beliefs. Exactly. You know, I, I know. I don't agree with your beliefs, and I don't agree the way that y'all distributed this oil to us. Bruh. Once again, <laughs> I know pedophilia is wrong. It's it's disgusting. It's it, I don't fuck with it. I don't think anybody else should. Just bottom line. Bottom line. But at the end of the day, there are cultures out there that practice it. And if you're going to knock it, if it's in America, then we need to go across some motherfucking other places where we always not mind our business and tell them pedophilia wrong. Yeah. Since we always not mind our business. Just Bruh. being real. You'd be like, oh, yeah, they married they marry their kids off as soon as they turn 13. But, you know, the oil embargo is, is, is kind of generous to us. So we're going to look the other way since they give <sighs> us this oil like we wanted to. Bro, we be buying oil from places where they kill homosexuals. They behead them. But it's all good, though. You know why? Because we getting what we Because we getting that oil. We getting that oil. We ain't worried about them homosexuals getting their heads chopped off and dragged in the streets and getting their genitals ripped off. What would Dave Chappelle say? Oh, who said anything about oil? Bro. Bitches, you cooking? <laughs> Straight up. Like, it's so funny to me how people really only care when something is trending. That's the only time people care. All of a sudden, people are just so up in arms about suicide. All right? I mean, suicide for us, mental health for us has been a thing, an ongoing thing for the last two or three years. Because, I mean... We've always talked about it. Yeah, because mental, mental health is everyday life. Health is everyday life. So, you know... Just because this celebrity died or killed it, well, two celebrities in one week killed themselves. Like, it's it's a it's another day. Like, people kill themselves quite often. We gotta stop just gearing up for the times where, you know, suicide is is trending. It's not that's not cool. Like, if you care about something, care about it all the way. Or, you know, speak your peace and move along. Don't try to make it seem like, oh, I'm so hurt. Cause you're really not. Cause while you're sitting there acting like you're hurt, because we. We definitely do that a lot. Fake outrage is definitely the wave of the past two or three years. So we're not hearing about mass shootings no more. We're not paying attention to suicides no more. That's, I'm pretty sure you hit those hashtags. They're moving pretty slow. What's the next when wave? Last time y'all checked on the Parkland kids. You know what I'm saying? You know when is when is the last time y'all actually you know thought about uh, ALS? When is the last time y'all talked about Ebola? You know it's it's not trending. So what does it matter? Right now, we're, we're focused on Nas or Jay-Z and Beyonce. Whatever's, whatever's, what, whatever's trending. Whatever's capturing your, your attention at the moment. And, and, that, and that's, like, It's like Lil Duval saying, what are we fake caring about today? Exactly. And that's why I feel like it's easy to say that we're all brainwashed because of the simple fact that we're so easily distracted. It's easy to, it's easy to brainwash people that have the, the attention span of a nine-year-old. You know? But anyways... I was thinking about something the other day. All right. What would you say is a genius? Who would I say is a genius? What would you classify as a genius? Like if you were just, because I mean, people use those terms loosely quite often. The term genius is, is used very loosely. And I don't, even, I don't even use the term genius because to me, all you do, all you know is something that I don't know. But on the flip side, I know some shit that you don't know too. So does that qualify me as a genius? Or is it because you know a lot of stuff that I don't know? Because I can know a lot of stuff that you don't know. Mm-hmm. Like you could, 
Bill Gates could build a computer. Does he know how to break a brick down? He probably don't know how to break that brick down. See, he may not know how to break a brick down. Not saying that I know how to break a brick down. Not saying that I know how to build a computer. Mm -hmm. But I might know some stuff that he don't know. So, like, to me, but I guess when people associate the word genius, they associate it with the people who can do things society that has determined to be the most intellectual of our time. They like, and I and I specifically think of the technology realm. I think of the Bill Gates. I think of the Elon Musk. I think of I think it was Bill Bauer or something like that. Like you you think of of the people who are pushing the envelope technology wise. But what about even in music? Musical geniuses. I I don't know. I just I don't I don't like I just find them to be creatives. I don't I don't, I don't say like. If I were going to say, um, if I had to classify musical geniuses, it would probably be the beat makers more than the lyricists. Okay. In, in my opinion. Okay. I, I would think of, of the Timberlands and the Swiss Beats and the, the, the Gurus and the Just Blaze and the Kanye's and the, you know, I think of the beat makers because you pull that out of, out of thin air. Like, we use words every day. Mm-hmm. But how often are you sitting there tapping and like, hold up. Yeah. You know, so, I don't know. I just I just asked that question because I mean I was I was it just hit me and I was like man you know I'm, I'm hearing um, my homeboy Sean on his podcast uh, when, whenever we feel like it <laughs> uh, he was talking about you know how he felt that you know I, I basically I can't remember exactly what he said but he was basically saying he didn't feel Kanye was a genius and he and, and when I thought about it I'm like you know well I can agree with you to an extent but when you really think about when you, once again when you look at the textbook definition of what a genius is i mean it's basically like what you said a creative somebody that's doing something that other people aren't doing and they do it with flair and they do it with um uh, a lot of times it's just it's a it's way above average mm-hmm. so i mean to an extent yeah they're kanye is a genius because nobody else put out college dropout i mean elon musk can be classified as a genius nobody else was making self-driving cars at the time when he started making them you know nobody else is sending them Niggas, cars to the moon and shit. I mean, but so the cutoff is my question. It, it's 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 hard to say. It's really hard to say. And but at the same time, I think that you can be a genius in certain in certain things. I think that a songwriter can be a genius. I think that there are times where Drake has shown his genius. Jay Z has shown his genius. But to just overall call somebody a genius, like you said, I mean, you know, well, the common saying is if you if you put a if you throw a fish on a on a on a on a land and tell him to run or some shit or tell him to climb a tree, is he gonna climb a tree? I mean, but shit, throw a fish in the water, he's gonna be the fastest motherfucker in that bitch. You know, like you, different environments, different elements are possibly can determine whether somebody's a genius or not. Like prodigies do exist. There are people that breeze through college by the age of eleven, right? And some of those same kids, you know, by the time they're thirteen, are breaking down mathematical equations that we never even think of breaking ourselves but at the same time do we even care about those mathematical equations <laughs> what are they doing for us bro we had to use geometry yesterday for the first time in how long <laughs> <laughs> bro we was pulling picking up couches and putting them holes in at 33 degree angle <laughs> just to get them through the door bro but no, like i said you know i i i enjoy listening to their podcast you know he he shouts us out. I like to shout him out. But that was one thing that I took from the podcast. I was like, hmm, what is a genius? And I kind of feel like that's 
honestly, when you look at the definition of that word, it's kind of easy to put that label on a lot of people because a lot of people do show their genius at times. I mean, I think that there are podcast genius out there. I think that there are literally people that pick up a paintbrush and show their genius. Shit, Bob Ross was a genius with the way he did his shit and the way he presented it to the world. You know, it, it is what it is. My next question is, I always ask this. I've always asked this question, and you know, this ties back into relationships. And um, somebody asked me the other day. They were like, um, "Why is it that people cheat?" I think we've covered this. Of course, we have. Yeah. And, I, and, I, and I, but I want to get back to a certain point that we always make. Mm-hmm. That people always basically one of the main reasons why people cheat that I hate hearing is when they say. Thrill seeking. Thrill seeking. Yeah, seeking the thrills, seeking something new. Is, is, it, is it thrills or is it the new attention? You know, attention is a hell of a drug. Attention is a hell of a drug. <laughs> you know, I don't understand it. I mean, I, I'm not gonna sit here and ask if you've been ever been a cheater, but at the same time, <laughs> at the same time, I mean, you're having you you're in a fun loving relationship. You're in this monogamous relationship. You're practicing monogamy, so. Why would you step out if, one, why would you step out if you do truly believe in monogamy and you are practicing monogamy? You are with this partner, hopefully for the rest of your life, and you're having fun with this person. What what thrill is there in sleeping with another person? Is it, is it the ego? Is it, is it, is I mean, it, both men and women do it. I mean, we both know men and women have egos, Yeah, but... I mean, it's just something. I mean, you know, hey, if you if you're listening to this and you're on SoundCloud or whatever, if you want to drop a comment to why you think people seek thrills within the thrill, because the relationship should be a and, thrill, and, right? And I, and I don't want to hear, but men are never satisfied. You know, give give me a legitimate answer. So like, if men are never satisfied, why even settle down with men? Why why are you even trying to be with with men? What's the point? Because I hear a lot of things like that, and it makes me wonder, like. Why pursue this thing that is a, it's almost a catch twenty two? If you think men are never satisfied, then you should you should, then cheating is something you should just accept. Or monogamy should be something that is a thing of the past. Just saying, bro. Like you're basically saying, and I hear this all the time, and nobody wants to, nobody wants to admit it, but they're basically saying that women are more likely to practice monogamy than men. Yeah. I, I basically, I get that a lot. And I, I don't I don't believe that to be true. I think I think it's, it's it's situational, it's environmental, and I think it's the person you get with. Like like I said to me, I would lose my shit if let's say I was in a relationship where monogamy wasn't wasn't a thing. I couldn't be in there because to me, I don't want the thought of my girl sleeping with another man. So therefore, I'm not gonna sleep with another woman because I'm not gonna carry that double standard. Where, yeah, it's cool for me to go out here and, and, and fuck whoever I want to, but no, nah, you gotta be loyal to me. Like I don't I don't believe in believe in that double standard. So therefore, I'm gonna be committed to you in hopes that you're committed to me. Real. That's real. That's real. You're not you're not gonna let the brainwashing and the conformity get to you. Because people always talk about double standards and they always talk about society, this, society, that, but we but are society. If, if I was in a situation where where monogamy wasn't a deal, then like I'm not gonna be spending all this time with you. I'm not gonna be building these strong emotional bonds with you. You're gonna you're gonna be one of them chicks that that show up at between ten and two, and you're gone before the sun come up. 
because I'm not trying to build anything with you. I'm mm-hmm. just after you for that sole purpose. So therefore, after I hit you with that, you up or you coming through, and then after we do our thing, I don't want to know about your day. I don't want to know about you know your Why coworkers or anything because I don't want to build this bond with you. I don't want to connect with you on a deeper level. If it's only about sex. If it's only about sex, there's no reason for us to connect on a deeper level. Okay. Okay. So, so it, I asked uh, my homegirl this question. Well, she asked me a question. And I basically presented another question to her. I think she asked me about basically one night stands. And um, in my opinion, if you're somebody truly trying to seek what you're talking about right now, like if you're just trying to get your rocks off, and this, I'm, I'm gonna pose this question to you: If you're just trying to get your rocks off. Are you more likely or do you think it's more beneficial to you to have that one night stand protected sex with a stranger or with a female that you know or that you've been knowing for a while, but you're treating her like that? You're like, I don't want to have no emotional bond with you, no connection. We're just going to, you know, before the sun up, you need to leave. Which one would you rat? Which one would you prefer? I would, I would prefer the stranger. I thought I thought it was common sense to because me because if if, it, if it's me and somebody that I've known for a while and and, and you're having to do what you said like oh you know, I don't want to have no you know conversation with you I don't want to hear about your day yeah I've I've all, I already know so much about you if I've known you for a while of, of course even if it's just six months even if it's just six months I know you so there therefore like it's it's not like okay yeah this is the person I hit up for ass. You know, no, this is this is one of my friends. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I might actually care for your well being. Yeah. And I'm and and to just use you for to get my rocks off is, mm-hmm. is not something that, that I'm about. Unless y'all come to a mature agreement to where it's fine. And those mature agreements are, are few and far between. Yeah, of course, of course. It's hard. It's hard, trust me. I, it's hard. Because at the end of the day, you know, people are always gonna get to the point where they're omitting the truth about their feelings. Which is fine. But long story short, another thing my homeboy Sean said it made me laugh because I, I felt like it was true, but I felt like it's not necessarily true. But he basically said, he was like, ladies, if you're dealing with a dude and you calling this dude your homeboy and y'all been cool for so long and all of a sudden he pop up with another chick and then he married his chick, he basically saying you're trash. And I'm just like, eh. Like, I got plenty homegirls that I feel like, one, one, I don't care for marriage anyway, but I know I wouldn't marry them just because... It's certain things about them that I know that I wouldn't want to deal with for the rest of my life. And I wouldn't want to deal with it on a life partner or a marriage level. I can deal with certain shit on a friendship level. Right, exactly. But on a marriage level, on a life partner level, nah. So, that's the only part I really didn't agree with. But I know where he's coming from because it's like, damn, if you're really fucking with this chick and she's been holding you down or y'all just been cool for so long, why not marry her? And I'm like, well, there's plenty of aspects to that. One, you might not be sexually attracted to her. Two, even if you ever had any type of sexual doings with her, you probably were doing it maybe just, one, to get your rocks off, probably pity sex, and it was just, you're just in the moment. Yeah. You know, we're lustful creatures. Like, this shit happens. I, I hate when people try to act like it's just not possible. Don't get me wrong. You might have maybe one in four people that are just not about that life. But I guarantee you, most of the people you come across these days have been subject to a one-night stand or... Have had sex with somebody they're like, damn, why did I do that? <laughs> or, or even, <laughs> you know? even it's, 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 it's that point where you find out like, oh, this person's into me. Well, I've never looked at them like that. Oh, well, you know, I mean, like it doesn't necessarily take alcohol or anything. No, like it doesn't. That. You it know, could, it, it could take the common curiosity. Boredom too. 
Boredom, boredom could have you thinking. Boredom, boredom gets you a lot of baby. Bro, that idle time. I'm telling you, you could sit there, you could just be chilling, drinking, and then so and so pop up on Snapchat looking like a snack. You're like, damn, she usually be trash, but she all right right now. Let me slide the dibs real quick. And then something happened. Shout, shout out to all the June babies that are a result of Hurricane Harvey. Boy, damn. Didn't think about that. Yeah. yeah. Just in there, just smashing it up. Smashing it up. Cause you, cause your house full of water. I know I was. Interesting. I Interesting. Know I was. Oh, okay. Put it out there, big young bull. I, I, I have no children. <laughs> but definitely, know definitely had a lot of free time on my hands. You are hiding a child, Jay. Hey, bro. <laughs> hey. No, but I mean, that's just, you know, I, do you get a lot of feedback from the show lately, or are people just you know they say you they listening and there's nothing else, yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I actually called out one listener because I, I saw they had a SoundCloud account. I could see who they were. It's like, hey, I seen you been listening to the show. You know, if you wouldn't mind giving any feedback or anything like that, you know, I sent them a, a message on Facebook. They gave me a thumbs up. They haven't listened to the show since. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> like they completely. If they did, if they do listen, they stop listening through SoundCloud. Through SoundCloud, they do but it anonymously. Like, smart, yeah, like, smart. Uh, we appreciate feedback, ladies I like, and gentlemen. I, I, I thought we was cool enough where I could ask you, you know, but I guess not. Mm, I appreciate feedback, whether it's negative or positive. That's why I appreciate Crystal Clear. She's always on the SoundCloud showing love, and that's what we need. We need as a podcast community to to actually listen. And if you don't listen, you know, repost, save it for later. You can cue it, whatever. But feedback is necessary in what we do. So the feedback I got recently was that. And I even got this a long time ago, but I kind of ignored it. It was from uh, one of our New Jersey followers that I used to uh, talk to, but, you know, people people fade away. But anyways, <laughs> she would listen and she would say, man, y'all would be on something on a topic that I truly enjoy, but then y'all jump to something else. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, we're men. We're scatterbrained. Of course that's going to happen. There's and no I, organization going on. None whatsoever. Uh, so I, people that record with us and some of our future guests, they're going to see I have a notepad now because <laughs> I just have to make sure that we don't lose our spots. And even though we still lose our spots from time to time because I ain't no goddamn teacher. I ain't trying to be here trying to be perfect. But um, I just felt like it was necessary to say that I appreciate that feedback. And that's why in turn I got a notepad or sometimes I write in a composition notebook that Pineapple laughed at. That's fucked up that she laughed at the conversation yeah, notebook. It's fucked up that she laughed at it because you write in it, but it's my notebook. Yeah, it is very true. <laughs> then she laughed at my doodles too. She thought I she said I had mental problems. She just doesn't like you. I know, I know, I know. But it's all good though. It's all good though. It's all to the she she still she came on here, she put together a good show. And uh for the future, I just want everybody to know that if you are a future guest on the show, we limit our guest spot to one. Because we truly believe that in the on in the podcast world, three is not a crowd. Four definitely is. And I'm not knocking people that have four pieces we, of podcasts. We, we've done shows with four people before. Of course. But as time went on, we realized that it's just so much smoother if you just keep it at three. Yep. And I and, and you know, so for our future guests out there, you will be the guest. Literally the guest. You will be the very special guest. You can bring you can come on stage like Snoop Dogg and them in ninety one with your whole crew, but only, <laughs> only one, one of y'all is on top. Bottom line, you know, um, but um, I guess, you know, key up the words of advice how we usually do it. Yeah, drop the piano, maybe, maybe not, <laughs> depending on how I feel. And I, this week, um, for me, I just want to say that uh, I think it's important for people to realize that 
if you're truly calling people your friends, then you shouldn't be envious of them in any way because I don't need to get back into finding the textbook definition of a friend, what a friend is, but through my life, I feel like your friends that you keep around are the ones that are going to uplift you. They're going to challenge you. They're going to make you better. I mean, if, if, if the person that you keep in, the people that you keep in your circle aren't motivating, aren't wanting you to be better or blah, 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 then why even stay around them? Or for my words of advice, I'm simply saying that if you have people in your circle that you're envious of, it's probably best to remove yourself from that circle because you shouldn't be envious of your friends because your friends are not there to, to belittle you. They're not there to, to stun on you or shit on you. And if you find yourself in a position where your friends are doing that, then they're possibly not your friends. And that all goes into a skill that I like to use as far as letting go. Sometimes you just got to let go. If, 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 if the people around you are, like you said, are envious and they don't, you know, celebrate you, then they're definitely not friends. Like, if all, all my friends celebrate me. I celebrate all, all my friends. Yeah. Like, there's there's never been a time where I was like, man, I'm mad, mad that, that that boy got, you know, bought a house. And bought I, a house, got this car. Or you just, yeah. yeah, like, like I've, I've never done that in, like... My friends have never done that to me, and I've never done that to them. Like I'm, I'm proud of the the life they're stepping, they're taking in, in life. And if they take a step that back, motivates you me. know I'm still there. Like you know, all right, boom, just a minor setback, got to come back. What's your plan? How you gonna get back? You know, like like that's that's those are the type of people that you need to be around. And and if you can't just drop everything for these people, like as much as you can, as much yeah, as much as you can. I mean, of course, there are certain limitations, but like I look at all my friends like family. Oh, of you course, know, and, I, I, and I treat them as such. Like of if course. I would do this for my friend, it's probably because they're a true friend. I'd probably do the same thing for my family. I ain't lending anybody no goddamn money, but you know, <laughs> straight up, that's straight up, bro. P town can never grow back teeth, and she can need implants. I'd be like, well, time for you to get a job. Oh <laughs> man, you ain't shit. Boy. Time for you to get a job, but you, yeah, like you said, you know, those are the kind of people that I want around me. Those that support me. Those that aren't envious of me. Those that uplift me. Yeah, I feel I feel like, of course, there's some people out there that are going to be destined to give more love than others. But don't give so much love where you forget you lose yourself and you forget yourself. You know, so and I'm saying that to say that you got to understand that sometimes your friends are going to be those type of people that are going to show you love in a way or or be giving in a way to where it's like hey you know I'm not doing this to make you feel bad about yourself I know you ain't got it so I got your back we're friends you know what I mean and you know bottom line don't be envious of the people that you that you consider friends cuz in and at the end, when it's all said and done the people that you consider your friends should be considered family too yep um my words of advice are pretty simple um respect each other like don't talk to somebody the way that you wouldn't have them talk to you like don't call somebody a name or something that you wouldn't have them call you like there's a difference between cussing in a conversation and then cussing at somebody don't be cussing at people like uh, um have those have those genuine conversations talk to somebody like you'd have them talk to you don't talk to somebody like a baby talk to them like an adult talk to them with some respect like straight up when you, because when you stop respecting people, they stop respecting you, and things just get worse and worse. So show some respect. Show some fucking respect. <laughs> For real. I mean, it's, it's as simple as that. 
because most of the time when you're talking to somebody disrespectful, they're sitting there thinking, I never talk to you like this. Never, I, I would never talk to you like this. And now, now I'm, I'm reevaluating our whole relationship because you talking to me all kinds of crazy. And I'm, I'm sitting here thinking, like, how much do you actually respect me to talk to me like this? In a whole uproar, just tripping. Just tripping. <laughs> Pandemonium. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I agree, man. I respect that. Ah, I see what you did. I respect there. that. You got anything else? Man, any shout outs or anything, man? No, I don't fuck with these people. Man. I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> and with that being said, this has been the No Boundaries Podcast. Thank you for listening. But ever since the dawn of civilization, people have craved for an understanding of the underlying order of the world. There ought to be something very special about the boundary conditions of the universe. And what can be more special than that there is no boundary 